Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you guys for tuning us in and turning us on. As I said, we just took a little short break, but we're back now. And I want to give a shout out, say hello to Mr. Benny. Hello, Mr. B. How are you today? Same as last hour. Peachy. Yeah, pretty good. And Mr. T as well. And he is uh, apparently picking up those juicy phones. Wow, I'm just going to take a deep breath here. All of you just take a deep breath. Let's just like chill out and relax. And um, I got to, okay, so for those of you that heard us during the last hour talk about um, a couple of things. I've I've done a couple of different shows on... Uh, what does it mean to be addicted to a narcissist? And there was plenty of reason for doing that, and we shared that all during the last hour. But what I didn't give you is I didn't give you a couple of websites. If you want to find out more about what this is and what the the conversations are about it, uh, go ahead and go to Melanie Tanya Evans' website, Melanie Tanya Evans. Or you could Google um, anything that you want on there about narcissistic addiction and so forth. There are just some recent articles that came out in Psychology Today and other places. So, yeah, we're actually in response to what a lot of folks uh, have been asking about. And so just go ahead and do that. Um, One of the things I love is I get to talk to a lot of different people about a lot of different things. And I have had more conversations with people that have had their their awakening in many, many different arenas at many, many different points of time in their lives over a wide range of incidences or other things that happen in their lives. And today it is one of those days where I get to talk to Sandra Sneed about what she discovered, what her awakening was. And so this is a conversation about what to do when you're dead. What to do when you're dead. This is a former atheist interviews, the source of infinite being. I get to have this conversation with Sandra, and this is her book. Actually, we're going to be giving a copy of the book away. Uh, what to do when you're dead. And a lot of conversations about, you know, what exists, what doesn't exist. But there are so many people now that are coming forward and having a conversation about energy, force fields, whatever one wants to call it, about what it means to die, uh, to make your transition, whatever the language is that you use. And so 
these are conversations that really have not come to the forefront uh, for a lot of people. So today we get to have this conversation with Sandra, you know, um, she is a science and technology industry writer, former atheist. She has a secret. And all of the years she spent interviewing scientists, engineers, translating, you know, this high-minded knowledge for all of us is incredible. But one of the things that I want to say is that, you know, this is a conversation that comes to the forefront, comes to the mainstream in many, many ways. And so we're going to talk about God's scribe. What is it? You know, uh, how do we get to understand this, the very essence of it? And what is it about her story that really shines a light on much of the disbelief that we've had in our society? Uh, Sandra, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Here, Thank you for that wonderful introduction. I have to ask you um, about your own journey, but a kind of a different question, right? You know, um, I loved that, you know, when, when we were talking during the break, you know, we, you were kind of joking that you had to finish an, an M&M, and, and I had to get up and, 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 and grab something to drink. You know, there are some days that I, that I can do three, four, five hours of uh, radio and not even blink. Uh, right. But sometimes when we're talking about some of the topics that I've been talking about today, you, you know, there's an energy and a field about it. I want to ask you the question. You know, what have you had to do to reframe, realign, reconfigure, and re-energize your beliefs about life and the beyond life? I think I would like to say that it, 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 I energized them when my experience of profound, extraordinary breadth and width occurred, and that was in 2004 when I, I was an atheist at the time, but uh, suddenly God started talking to me through my journal, and what came out was, unemployed, question mark, it is my assertion, you are employed by me. And so this was a moment where energy was suddenly coming from somewhere completely different, and then I spent a year in solitude in taking dictation from this voice. And um, so energy was, before that, coming from just me and my body, my brain, the things that were very physical and things that I could confirm with my five senses. But when I started to generate energy from a greater source, a an infinite source, then the only thing I needed from then on, ever since then, was to connect. Mm-hmm. And, and it's in that connection that energy I tapped into the wellspring that was a constant feed. But, you know, it's really about our will to to look within, to, to, to connect to the heart. And I know to a lot of people that may sound silly you know, but but the heart really is the a the vehicle through which the creator of the universe um, experiences us and and the earth. And so, when we connect to it, it connects to us, and we connect to the world, and it becomes this huge. I will use your word, giant. Pay it forward, and that's mm-hmm. where that ener- energy stream then and comes from. 
there's a couple of things that I want to say um, uh, as I was reading your book. It's just a couple of things I was really struck by. And uh, I didn't have to read very far <laughs> to really start to contemplate my own life. And, uh, and certainly there are many people that have probably read this book and have thought, oh, my gosh, but she's like speaking to me. One of the first things you ask is, how do you introduce God? And, um, and you go on to talk about, you know, your lack of uh, being unprepared uh, to represent this conversation. And, um, and yet at the same time, don't you find it fascinating how, why you were chosen for this conversation, right? Well, I chose this role before I was born. Apparently, yeah. I don't remember it, but that's what God tells me in the book. <laughs> yep. I can hardly remember what happened yesterday, let alone, you know, what happened before I was born. But um, this was the assignment I chose, and so God just reminded me of that when I turned 39 years old, and my whole world just upended, and I there was nothing left for me to identify with. So, uh, So that's when... God was ready to give me the true identity that I was born with. Hmm. You know, when, when you've done interviews, you've talked to a lot of people uh, about your experience, and you certainly have gone around talking about um, the book and so forth. Mm-hmm. What has been the response? What, what do people say when you start to talk about or describe what God's scribe is? And that's probably something good to do uh, right now for a listener. Okay. Okay. So what a God scribe is, is uh, someone who has the ability to allow the mechanism in their brain that interprets sound um, from the eardrum, for instance, so that there's a, there's a mechanism in our brain that, in, that takes the vibration from the eardrum and turns it into articulate you know, descriptions of what it is. Like, you can tell my voice from someone else's voice. You can tell when something has fallen, when it's being drugged, when it's, you know, our our brain is just filled with these this library of, of sounds and even language and even brings meaning to these words that, are, that come from the sound of someone's voice. This part of my brain... This great being we call God is using to send the vibrational message, and then I interpret it into words. My my brain has to have some semblance of the words themselves, of course, because there are some words God uses that I don't even know the definition of, and I have to look up, but... Um, so a God scribe is someone who then can turn the vibrational signature of the being we call God and interpret it into words, whether it's verbally transliterating through oral or um, scribing. And that's where it began for me was with the pencil and the uh, the pen. And, uh, and then it eventually, through time, over a period of eight years, I've been able to now be able to deliver it through my mouth, you know, through, through language. Wow. You know, I want to talk, there's so much for you and I to talk about. Uh, Chandra Snead joining me here today. Uh, what to do when you're dead? 
what to do when you're dead. A former atheist interview uh, interviews the source of infinite being. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about what that conversation was about uh, and what it is that we can learn, each of us, for this amazing wave of energy, the creator of the universe, whatever you want. You know, this thing, this higher power, this higher being, you know, this being of infinite wisdom, whatever your language is, what is the message for us today in the world we live in? Stay tuned, everyone. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Tune in each Wednesday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Mastering the art of dream building in the real world. This hit show will inspire you to start painting the canvas of your life and bring your unique spirit and your amazingly intelligent mind together to find an incredible, practical, real-world strategy to building a life with epic results. Tune in to Inspired Action Radio with Jennifer B. Get inspired. Create the life you desire with internationally known radio host and motivational speaker, Sue London. Sue inspires millions of people to overcome difficult or traumatic situations in their lives. People feel hope, courage, and are ready to move forward after hearing Sue speak. Book motivational speaker Sue London for your next event at AskSueLondon.com. That's AskSueLondon.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Are you a health-conscious, spiritual woman who is just tired of struggling with food obsession, emotional eating, and constantly having to struggle with weight and food? You aren't alone. The secret is within us, often in releasing internal resistance and blocks to our own success. To learn how to end the war with food and your body now and find peace, go to eatlikeagoddess.com for your free audio. Break free from food obsession and lose weight without trying. That is eatlikeagoddess.com. Tune in to the Michelle Bond Show. Awaken to a new reality each Tuesday on TransformationTalkRadio.com at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern for leading edge empowering knowledge and information which gives hope to everyone from the healthy to the health challenged and learn the latest complementary and alternative healing modalities. This new reality will introduce you to an unlimited world of possibilities with the gumption to take epic action for your life. Visit TheMichelleBondShow.com and step into your new reality. Are you feeling stuck? Do you want to be free from fears and doubts and finally feel good about yourself, but you just don't know how to get there? Dr. Schaub's Accelerated Breakthrough Program provides you with the tools and solutions to go beyond your limitations and achieve self-empowered confidence. Call for your free phone consultation at 866-903-MIND. Visit CellularWisdom.com. That's CellularWisdom.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to the show. Really cool to have Sandra joining us here today. Um, many, many ways you can find out more about um, her and her work and definitely grab a copy of the book. We're actually going to give a copy of the book away. You can go to the website, sandrasneed.com. That's S-O-N-D-R-A-S-N-E-E-D. Uh, dot com. Today, uh, what to do when you're dead? A former atheist interview source of infinite being, but this is a bigger conversation than that. You know, we just talked about, Sandra, we just talked about, you know, what it means to be a, a, a God scribe. But, you know, this idea of being a former atheist and um, being able, it, you know, ha- having God tap you on the shoulder, or better yet, hit you with the two by four, right. and say, hey, guess what? Guess what, dude? You got a new job. Um, and and I'm, I'm not being arrogant when I say that, but sometimes that's how God talks to me. It's yeah. like, oh, uh, you know that big consulting job you thought you were going to have and make a lot of money from it? Uh, guess what? You have a purpose greater than that. So I want to talk about this because, you know, how does someone, you know, like you, just a professed atheist, how is it that you get, to have to rethink your life, rethink your beliefs. And how did all of that come to be? I think uh, there's there's kind of two different ways to answer that because on the one hand, it is this experience like you describe where you are being, you know, awoken in the middle of a dream. And the dream is this physical three-dimensional continuum we live in and think it's reality. And being awoken from that and realize that something greater and unseen is actually moving the universe. And you're just a small, little, bitty, tiny speck of it. And then the other side of it is that tiny little speck asking questions like, well, how do you... How do you do this? And how do you do that? And what what is that? And you know, like a little kid, where every question is every every answer is another question. Well, why? Why? You know, how? How do you do that? And, um, so so that's really what what began in that year of solitude was that combination of waking up to, you know, wake up now, wake up now. Uh, and then, well, well, where am I? Who am I? What am I? You know? Well, I mean, uh, you know, that. let's talk about that question, and let's talk about what some of the things uh, uh, are that you actually heard around this. Mm-hmm. You know, when you start to ask the question, what am I? Who am I? You know, what do I do here? These are questions that people are being asked all the time. Um, and And I wanted to really get a sense of, were there things that, and questions that you asked? Uh, and let's just talk about this a little bit. You know, in this dialogue that you, you have with with God back and forth, you know, this this time where you got to write all this down, um, what was it about you? How did you have to show up in order to engage in this dialogue? And how did you change from the time you started this to the very moment? Wow, that's a very... That's an excellent question, and it's certainly very deep. How do I have to show up? Because it is, it requires our will to engage. Mm-hmm. God does, gave us free will, and will wait until we are ready and willing. Um, 
so how I have to show up is in a is in a state of surrender. There is a surrendering or a giving up to all that is going on outside of me. The, the God calls this the without everything that is without. We think mm-hmm. of without as you know not having, but God sees it as everything that is without you is that which is not internal to you, not that which is not inside you. Um, that which is within is all God cares about, and it's all that eventually I have learned to care about, because as we grow ourselves from within and move from within to outward, that's when we create value and worth in and worthiness within ourselves, and it's within that worthiness that people can't invade you, you know, they can't mess with you. They can't uh, cause you to behave badly or to react to them. And when you stop reacting to others and start responding because of the value you have within yourself, then you remind others of their own value and worthiness. And you also are able, because God, I'm sure, as you have experienced, calls you out. You know, you are called out on all these little secrets that you keep from other people. And you're reminded to be true and honest. True like a guidance principle, not true as in not telling a lie, but true as in your guidance system is pure and honed the way that one's arrow is true and shoots through the air. The only way to for that arrow to hit its target and move straight is for that arrow to be honed and uh, perfectly aligned. And it and as you align yourself to the great being that is truth. Um, truth as in without error, um, then you become this all-knowing, all-great being, just as the great all-knowing being has become you in the world. So you have to show up as a, in a state of surrender because you are surrendering everything that it is that you think you know about yourself based on what the world will tell you you are. Mm. You know, the thing that is so fascinating about this and really looking deeply in it is as I read the book, uh, Sandra, I go through the book back and forth and, you know, I see, I see the questions and I, uh, and I see sort of the response, uh, especially given, you know, that you're a scientist, right? Or not a scientist or studied science, but there's an element right. of science in who you are. So let's right. just say that. Is that safe to say? Yes, very much so. It okay. used to be my religion, I would say. When That's I was an atheist, it was my religion. <laughs> right. So um, did you approach this dialogue, you know, from that point of view? Because a lot. So when I'm reading the book, first of all, I'm relieved that you did. Because, you know, the questions you're asking, and we should talk, uh, and then when we come back from a break, we'll talk a little bit and pick out an example from the book for, to share with folks. Um, but your questions, I have to say, are really different than many of the books that I've ever had, right, where um, I'm talking with people about similar experience. Your questions are different. You are really trying to get to a place of understanding. And and I want to ask you, um, did you find that as you were trying to get to a place of understanding and enlightenment, 
that you might have approached this from a from a, a scientific background point of view. Did that help you? Did yes. it help you in what you were documenting? Absolutely, absolutely, because it allowed me to ask questions about the universe in a way that gave the creator of the universe an opportunity to talk about its work, you know, in a, a beautiful way, um, and also to make some corrections uh, about the Bible, and, you know, and specifically the book of Genesis, and some mm-hmm. corrections about the nature of man and woman, that they're, mm-hmm. you know, and the idea that uh, God is a he, well, God is not a he, God is uh, neither a she or an it. God has no has no form except through the forms that God makes. So God is this great unseen wave of being, which changes the entire conversation about what God is. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's what we're going to talk about when we come back from break. You know, some of these things that, you know, that just, that were uh, revealed in the conversation that, that are perhaps, and I'm going to say this, but, you know, let me just think about it, you know, perhaps counter to, you know, the the biblical belief that we have now. But I will say that what we're starting to see emerge is a different dialogue about about God, about spirituality, mm-hmm. from many, many different points of view, many different religions. Mm-hmm. Um, and I heard someone say the other day, this is not what I believe, I heard someone say the other day a contradiction. I think we're having a revelation. And what I mean by that is, you know, there is a part of us that is coming to the, t- the table from a real intuitive gut sense of what the universe is about. Now, I love what you've done because that gut plus your, your, your keen sense of questions is really what has brought to the forefront a different revelation in your book. When we come back, I would like to give a copy of the book away, and I'd like to talk about some of the specific things that you've learned and okay. where some of these questions may have come from, especially given that you did not come to the conversation with a, a set of beliefs that... It had to be one way or the other. So there's a sense of purity that I see, as with many scientists, in some of the questions that get asked. Let's take a short break, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive by my very special guest, Andres Need. When we come back, we'll actually be given a copy of the book away. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with When I look into your eyes, I know that it's true. God must have spent a little more time on you. Tune in to Peace World Radio, vibrant conversations to change the world with Christina Jans. Each second Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on TransformationTalkRadio.com and KKNW. This hit show is energetic, vibrant, and an engaging forum that's getting people talking. Christina brings you extraordinary and courageous people, bold in thought and action who dare to dream that things can be different. Peace World Radio. Join the talk. 
the world is happy. Are you looking for positive answers to tough questions in your personal and professional life? On Purpose Radio with Karen Florence is a riveting show that will help you reveal your own truth and begin to live the life you've always wanted. Karen's dynamic approach to coaching people in all areas of their lives has made her one of the most sought-after coaches today. Tune in each Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific and 10 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit OnPurposeRadio.com. Tune in to The Truth is Funny with Colette Stephan each Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. Chris Stanis is a spiritual leader and healer and teaches a course on how you can transform your life through a meditation and healing system that will manifest your spirit's dreams. She manifested the Women of Wisdom Conference, the Women of Wisdom book, and this radio show. And she can show you how to change your life, too. Are you ready? Visit the website and contact her at VoicesOfWomenToday.com. That's VoicesOfWomenToday.com. Are you tired of being tired? Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. Did you know the adrenal glands, the workhorse of the body? They are the means by which you position yourself in life for whatever comes your way. Tiny but mighty, producing hormones the body uses to promote energy and vitality. These adrenals determine how you respond to stress, and when depleted, the body loses its ability to function powerfully when we need it most. The much-needed adrenaline or epinephrine is not available for emergency situations. Cortisone and cortisol, the longer-acting anti-stress adrenal hormones, can also become depleted due to the pace of our everyday lives. We overwork and undernutrition our most powerful ally that helps us to live the lives we desire. We are able to determine the optimum function of the adrenals and put your system back in balance. Contact us today to feel powerfully energized at 888-777-4232 or visit us at maryjanemack.com. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Hey, thank you for tuning us in and turning us on. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Please sign up for our newsletter. That's how you're going to get to find out about the really cool guests that we have. You know, people like my very special guest today, Sandra Sneed. As I mentioned in the show um, earlier, we do have a copy of the book to give away, Benny. I'd love to give a copy of uh, What to Do When You're Dead uh, by Sandra Sneed. And the best way to do that is just simply first caller uh, calls in, 1-800-930-2819, 1-800-930-2819. We'd love to give you a copy of the book. Sandra, I, there are a lot of questions that I, I do want to talk with you about, but I think the title of the book is, I, I, it's fascinating. You know, given now that I've read the book, it was an interesting title to pick. So yeah. I would love for you to talk about this, what to do when you're dead. Really? I mean, are we going to have a to-do list? (laughs) God always gives to-do lists. I always get to-do lists. Um, But, but yeah, the... uh 
there are a number of chapters where God makes it really clear that there is no such thing as death. So the preparation that is necessary has to do with your mind, that your mind and your thoughts become you because you there's no real memory anything to hold memory anymore because you don't have the the reason for this form that we call a body is to hold memory and to experience and express that experience through um, the physical physical expression of experience but when the body is no longer there and the spirit lets go of the body the thoughts that are mostly impressed and pressed upon our spirit or our soul, they become us. So it's extremely important that you know that there is something beyond this body. Because if you think that this body is all there is, then that impression can become an apparition. And that apparition can be attached to the past of the individual that has lived that life. And there's a lot of dead people walking around really confused, not knowing what to do. And our, really the big issue is in this book, what God talks about is that man is on a path of self-destruction, that uh, we are dangerously close to wiping ourselves out in the next couple of generations, and that we are poisoning our own food supply and may not even make it back from that complete dwindling of our population into nothing. And the big problem with that is that God says that it is our job to protect all life on earth, including the souls that get left behind, that are walking the earth confused, not knowing where to go and how to connect with spirit to move on into the next phase of their existence. And if there's no human beings here to pray them and to help them trans, uh, transfer over into the realm of God, then um, then they are trapped on earth for an eternity. And uh, that is an annihilation of the soul in time. They become annihilated. And these mm. these are the individu- individuation of the of of the nature of God, and so these are we are God's children. We are souls that are individuated from the nature of God, and so God wants us to wake up, know there is no such thing as death, and uh, you know help those who are stuck here move on. I wanted to ask you a couple different things. Um, you, you know, there 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 is this world that we live in, right? And for many of us, we grew up. Uh, you know, reading scriptures or, you know, having a sense of, of God that, you know, came through some kind of, you know, religious organization. And, you know, it doesn't matter whether it was Christian or, or not Christian or Jewish, or it doesn't matter, but, you know, right. some kind of organization. And we have these preconceived ideas or these ideas that we we think are the way things were and the, the way things are showing up. And I want to ask you, in the conversations that you've had, um, with God, uh, I mean, what are some of the things that jump out of the gate from, from your point of view? Meaning, you know, some of the things that you were familiar with where, you know, basically now you're hearing, uh, well, you know, that's not exactly the way it was, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and, or, um, and, and the question then comes, uh, comes up, well, what do we do about it, God? I mean, if it's, not, <laughs> if that's not what you meant, 
you know, how do we kind of like flip the switch on that one? Well, I have a great one for you to answer that All right. in the in answer All right. to that. So, um what God says about the story of Adam and Eve, for instance, because when I was in my uh, period of solitude for a year, God gave me uh, over an hour of dictation, nonstop dictation of this story called Relief to See Her Arrive, the Lost Symbol of Adam and Eve. And that's available, by the way, on my website on sondersneed.com for a buck for the Kindle, or you can download a PDF. And this is verbatim how I took the dictation from God. And God says that the original God scribe tens of thousands of years ago, someone like me, who that story of Adam and Eve was given to, that story was passed down through oral tradition over and over again for thousands of years, so that when it was finally written down, it was in a time when two-thirds of the population were slaves. So when they wrote it down, it turned from a story about free will into a story about sin, and what happens when you disobey the master, okay? So God's story, though, about Adam and Eve is that we were, God set it up for us to disobey so that at that moment that we were no longer automatons for God, we became self-willed beings to be co-creators with God, because you cannot create anything new if you obey the rules. So God set it up purposely for us to eat from the um, the tree that we, of knowledge of good and evil, um, so that we would learn to create and co-create with God. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's there's one issue, and let me just demonstrate how true this is. So the symbol of why Eve was made from Adam's rib, it doesn't mean because she was supposed to be Adam's helpmate. It is because she was God's helpmate. This is the first recorded use of stem cells, adult stem cells, is when... Eve is made from Adam's rib. She is made from Adam's rib to do what the rib does. What the rib does is protects the heart and lungs. Eve, woman, was made to protect the heart of God and the breath of life. That is why we are so acutely aware of feelings, how things feel, because we were designed for that, to protect the heart of God in man. And that has wow. been lost. That symbol has been lost for thousands of years. And wow. look, what kind of world would we have if we had known that? If, if a woman was placed in the position of purpose that she was designed for and that the, and the, the male-female was looked at as instead of opposites, they are complements. To one another, and it is the two sides of God that are um, male, female. God, the one, makes the two so the two can make a new one. So that's just one example, and there's a little bit of that in the book about um, Adam and Eve and the and the illusion of male, female in the book because God has no well, gender, so that God explains that in the book. Well, well, it's interesting that we, we do talk about that. And, you know, there are so many people that um, talk about, you know, the different deities 
that are out there. And, mm-hmm. and I, I do want to have this conversation for a minute. You know, in a world where we're thinking that there is a God, whatever that God looks like for you, it, it's always been mind-boggling to me how many forms it takes. So what I, what I want to say is, you know, we have this idea that there is this energy, this entity, and it is in a one form, right? And so if you believe that, then it really dismisses just about every other deity out there. And a friend of mine said to me, uh, uh, he said, you know, in the religion, that that in my religion, uh, we have, what did he say? Something like 98 million forms of God. And and I and I just had to think about that for a minute. So I mean, where do we get this confusion? And what does God say about that? Well, God says in this book that God is in every cell of the universe. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons that I think it has been difficult through time to imagine this is because there were no microscopes, and so we couldn't look at cells. And then we we haven't been able yet to look within each cell to see all these amazing machines that are working within each cell. I mean, we haven't been able to watch it. They they you know in your anatomy class are going to show you what the organelle is and all of these different things that the and the membrane of the cell and so forth. But there's no way to get a little video camera in there and watch these things work. But if you can imagine the little sperm and egg working together to make a baby and it that it still has all the information it takes to make you from cell to these this multiplicity of cells you can maybe imagine how something super tiny and profound can also dwell within each of your cells, that when connected within you is this unified field or unified force field, can tap into the great unified force field that is within all beings and within all all forms and, and within the entire universe. And you just can experience that there is no separateness. In fact, the only thing that is allowing for that separateness are these cells in your brain that tell you you are separate. You are this you are this membrane, which I would call the skin, that is surrounding one cell, and that one cell is made up of mm-hmm. trillions and trillions of other cells. So we are cells yeah. within cells within cells within cells within cells, and God being in each one of those cells is a way to imagine God as, as one, but God can express God's self in so many other ways, which is why deities have been shown in, you know, animal forms or, uh-huh. you know, part human, part animal forms. It was, it, mm. it's, a, it's a metaphorical way of describing what God is. Oh, I think this is fascinating. There's so much covered in the book, everyone, what to do when you're dead. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, you know, what does God have to say about spirit and soul? You know, what is the revelation? Actually, out of everything I've read in the book, this was one of these things I had to go back and read three or four times. You know, what's going on with soul and spirit? Are they different? Um, Are they different at at death? And what about that grim reaper? Is that for real? Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the Dr. Patcho.
each Wednesday at noon Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for the hit show Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. Spark your spirit and ignite your soul with spiritual conversation and enlightening guests that'll help catapult you into action. You'll meet metaphysical movers and shakers and light workers guaranteed to raise your vibration. Karen's down-to-earth style and lively curiosity is what makes this show super special. Visit FogCityPsychic.com to find out more and to book your private intuitive reading today. Want to know what the best-kept secret in Access Consciousness is? It's the Access Gold Club. Demanding more change and the latest and greatest, but can't always get to all the classes you desire? Let Gary and Dane come to you. Join the Gold Club, and each month you'll receive a 60-minute live call, a weekly email on the month's theme containing the latest clearings in written form, and an MP3 loop. Twice a month, receive a brand new video with Gary and Dane. How does it get any better than this? In addition to receiving a CD format of the monthly call mailed to you, you'll also enjoy a surprise bonus gift. Be in on the secret. Join today at www.isnowthetime.com slash special dash tips. This is Peggy Snow, practitioner at Stellar Reflections with a Stellar Reflections Minute. So many people these days are trying to find ways to relieve their stress. What happens to our breathing when we're feeling overwhelmed and stress? When we tune in, we realize that we're either holding our breath or taking very shallow breath. To signal the body that all is well, which most of the time it is, sometimes all that is needed is a nice, deep breath to break the cycle. First, exhale to get all the stale air out by engaging the abdominal muscles and blowing gently. Next, take a nice, full breath in, feeling it fill your body all the way down to your hips. Release fully and enjoy the freedom of movement. Notice how your body feels. Do you feel refreshed? Calmness is only a breath away. This has been a Stellar Reflections Minute. For more information about what we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Come alive and shine with the Alive and Shine radio show with Adil and Savitri. Widen your perspective, learn to heal yourself, and clarify your power of choice so that you feel truly alive and shine. The Alive and Shine radio show is your how-to guide for creating a life in which your dreams come true. Listen live each Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW or at AliveAndShineShow.com. Hey everybody, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Uh, Sandra Snead joining me here today. You know, I love what you're talking about here and I love the messages in this. Because, you know, Sandra, what it reminds me of? It reminds me of being reminded uh, to, you know, put my spiritual practice first in, in the scheme of life. And what I experience when I don't do that. Um, what shows up on my doorstep, how do I feel about things that, uh, you, you know, that baffled me, and what happens when they don't baffle me anymore? 
you know, what does it look like in my life? One of the things I was fascinated about in the book uh, had to do with um, the section right after the little conversation on the Grim Reaper. You know, there was a conversation, and, and, and you know, you asked, you know, to, to, have, to refresh your memory, because that's what I remember from it. Um, and you go talking about, you know, this idea of um, what should I say, soul versus spirit if I right. could, right. and, you know, how soul and spirit are different at the point of life, and how are they different at the point of death? I thought right. that was a brilliant question. I'd love for you to share a little bit about that, because I didn't think they were, uh, or did I have a clue on what could possibly be the difference? Was that a revelation for you, or because, you know, you didn't have a spiritual belief, you didn't have um, a preconceived notion? Well, this book is actually taking place uh, in 2011 is when I began to write the book for the rest of the world. Um, You know, I had been having these dialogues for seven years and been in pretty much in secret and obscurity. And uh, it was only until uh, 2011 that I decided to walk the path I was born to walk. And um, so, so by the time I was having this conversation with God uh, in this book, I had accepted that there is this great unseen realm. And what I didn't know, though, is how what it was made up of and how did it exist and what is the difference between spirit and soul if there is a difference and how is that related to the body and what God explains in the book is that spirit is the highest form of construction and it is on a level of magnitude higher than the soul the soul is the individuated form of spirit So it has an identity. It has a personality. It is you um, without a body. Then when uh, then soul inhabits the body to coexist with the body. The body has its own mind. it, It has its own identity, its own personality, its own ego. But the soul waits for acknowledgement. And when the soul is acknowledged by the body, then the soul gives the body a sense of purpose. And so they co-create within the life of that individual. But how God explains it is that spirit begets soul, soul begets body, and they are related to one another by a manner of frequency. But it's also a manner of awareness, your awareness of your body is stronger when you are what we call being alive than when what we call being dead. But what's happened is just our awareness shifts from physical body to non-physical body. And it's uh, that shift of awareness that changes our vibrational frequency. I could wow. go deeper into that, but that would require me to, to really tune in so that God would, mm. could no. uh, give me accurate conversation. Well, here's what I'm really, what I'm, what I'm thinking about in a moment. 
It is this idea about how tuning in is so important for us. You know, during the break, we're not probably not going to get to chat about it. But I, I was asked a couple of questions in an interview I did about, you know, consciousness. And um, I actually was talking to someone with this idea about how, it, how important it is for all of us to tune in. And at the same time, how highly medicated we're all becoming <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to make that a bit harder to do. Um, I want to thank you for joining me here today. I hope you'll come back because there's so much more uh, that I would love for you to share with our listeners. I want to thank you so much. Um, could you take you. a moment again and let folks know about uh, the best way to get a hold of you? Um, and then also, I'd love to know what your personal message is, what you'd like to leave us with. Thank you for that opportunity. Um, my website is sandrasneed.com. That's S-O-N-D-R-A-S-N-E-E-D.com. And if you go to my website and um, there is a free download, The Five Principles for Quieting Your Mind and Listening to Your Higher Self, um, My probably the, the personal message that I would best like to give people is that there's more to you than you know. And the more that you allow yourself to discover it, even if you're going through periods of depression and darkness, these are just ways with which you learn to deepen your connection to yourself. And as you deepen that connection, you will also find you are connected to the great being that made you. And you are absolutely perfect just the way you are. And only the world is going to tell you that you're imperfect, but your maker will tell you that you are more perfect than anyone could ever imagine. Oh, what a beautiful way. What a beautiful way to end the show. Wow. Thank you, Sandra. One more time. Let folks know about your website, how they can get a copy of the book. The book is available, What to Do When You're Dead, A Former Atheist Interviews the Source of Infinite Being, is available wherever books are sold. And if it's not available at your local Barnes & Noble, please ask them to order it so that they know to bring it into the store. And um, you can also get them at my website. Uh, There'll be links to the books for Amazon and Barnes & Noble online. And that's at sandrasneed.com, S-O-N. D-R-A-S-N-E-E-D dot com. Beautiful. Thank you, Sandra, for joining me here today. I want to thank all of you out there. Wow. For tuning us in and turning us on. You know, this is so amazing that we get to share some of the most incredible bits of information and knowledge to help each and every one of us live the life we truly desire. Live life full out, as we like to say on the Dr. Pat Show and Transformation Talk Radio. And again, if you want to find out more about us, if you want to sign up for a newsletter, whatever you're called to do to get plugged in to some of the most incredible work that's being done here, people that are committed to our health and well-being and our rising consciousness, go ahead and check us out at the com or Transformation Talk Radio, where you're going to be here this programming 24-7 by some of the most incredible visionaries on the planet. Thank you for tuning us in, turning us on. We'll see you next time on the show.
Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. There's a great hunger in this world for new lines of thought, because everywhere you look, they say that joy can just be bought. So please come and set aside some time to relax from frenetic. Transform your life. It takes a while, but results are magnetic. We aim to grasp the best in life and track the ways we grew. The how, the why, the what, wherefore, all this we share and do. But every now and then, we hope that you will share right back. Transformation Talk Radio wants you to hop on track. So calling all hosts, tall and small, of every size and hue, there's nobody we'd rather have to tell your tale than you. And if you have a tale to tell of how your life is changing, we'd love to hear you on the line say how you're rearranging. So run, don't walk, to call us now. We'll set you up and show you how. Hi, this is Dr. Pat. Join our radio family. Send us an email, host at transformationtalkradio.com or call 1-800-930-2819. Host your own show. Let us help you bring your voice to the world. Listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Our hosts are setting a new standard for a fresh kind of talk radio, creating conversations that are transforming the world one listener at a time. Transformation Talk Radio's mission is to broadcast a distinct blend of live talk radio interviews with a mix of uplifting and intelligent news, educational and practical information. Topics range from personal development to critical issues relevant to a rapidly changing world. Stay tuned. Transformation Talk Radio starts at the top of every hour. You're tuned in to Transformation Talk Radio. Think the Dr. Pat shows the cat's meow? Just listen to what some of her transformative guests have had to say. What's your personal message? What would you like to leave us with? Uh, believe in yourself always. Remember that uh, you are a gift. You are a miracle. And the only way you can return any part of that gift is what you do with it. Live into yourself. Be that miracle. I love it. Eldon Taylor, everyone. And, and thank you, Pat. I love joining you. You're a wonderful host. Thank you. And we're going to bring Eldon back because we we just haven't even scratched the surface here. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us on. Thank you for listening, and keep us tuned in right here on Transformation Talk Radio.